It's Thursday, December 14, 2023. We have delivered a paradigm shift that has the potential to redefine our economies. At COP28 climate talks, nations strike historic agreement to transition away from fossil fuels. Plus, there's a saying that what happens in the Arctic does not stay in the Arctic. Dramatic changes underway at the top of the world thanks to climate change. Thanks, climate change. All of those stories and more straight ahead from Bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment if i become president we would certainly not get back into the paris climate agreement and that's why the fossil fuel coke network loves you nikki haley this is your green news report Okay, Desi Doyen, we didn't know if it would happen. We didn't know if they'd be able to strike an agreement, but they finally have at the United Nations Climate Summit in Dubai. Yep, but first, more news. A bracing backdrop to the UN Climate Summit, the new Arctic Report Card, published by NOAA scientists this week, confirms that the Arctic is warming roughly four times faster than the rest of the planet due to human-caused climate change caused by burning fossil fuels. This past summer was the warmest in the Arctic since at least 1900, in turn increasing sea level rise, all altering global weather patterns and wildlife migration, and intensifying disasters across the region, like flooding in Alaska and the record wildfire season in Canada. The scientists warn the Arctic is an early indicator of what the rest of the globe can expect as the planet warms. Now, you say since 1900. Is that because that's as far back as the records go, or was it this warm back in 1900? That's as far back as the records go. That's what I thought. But the really big news, at COP28, the U.N. Climate Summit negotiations held this year in Dubai, governments of the world agreed for the first time to explicitly transition away from fossil fuels, the primary driver of global warming. Well, that ain't nothing. After nearly 30 years of international climate negotiations, in the closing weeks of the hottest year ever recorded, it really is the first time that ditching coal oil and fossil gas has been codified in international climate negotiations. And the first time they even mention the word fossil fuels? Yes. Known as the first global stock take, the text only calls to end the use of fossil fuels in energy production, not industrial processes, and is not the phase down or phase out of fossil fuels urged by scientists and a majority of countries. Instead, it offers several options, including transitioning away from fossil fuels to achieve net zero by 2050. It includes provisions that critics say give the fossil fuel industry numerous options options to continue polluting, such as relying on unproven technologies like carbon capture and storage. Options like a menu. The deal in Dubai does include concrete commitments to triple renewable energy globally, double energy efficiency, slash emissions of powerful climate warming methane, and accelerate efforts to phase down coal power with targets to cut greenhouse gas emissions by 43 percent by 2030. COP28 President Sultan Al-Jaber, himself an oil industry CEO, said the deal's success will be in implementation. We must take the steps necessary to turn this agreement into tangible actions. 
Delegates from the Alliance of Small Island States, which are countries that have contributed little to global warming but are grappling with rising seas and devastating storms, criticized the deal as weak with, quote, a litany of loopholes that does not cut greenhouse gas emissions fast enough to limit global heating to 1.5 degrees Celsius above pre-industrial levels. Oh, yeah, we're blowing past that target. And it doesn't go nearly far enough to address the costs of global warming to developing nations. COP28 did achieve a decades-long goal of operationalizing a loss and damage fund for industrialized countries to provide funding to developing nations struggling with climate disasters, but there is not a requirement for richer countries to help poorer ones with the upfront cost of transitioning their economies to clean energy. The COP28 text lays the groundwork for next year's negotiations when countries are due to ratchet up their commitments for cutting greenhouse gas emissions. United Nations Climate Secretary Simon Steele called the mixed results a turning point that is both historic and insufficient. This agreement is an ambitious floor, not a ceiling. So the crucial years ahead must keep ramping up ambition and climate action. Steele said the agreement sends a powerful signal to policymakers, business and investors that the world is united in the goal to break away from fossil fuels. Meh, sort of. For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to today, check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Find, follow, and share us planet-wide on the Facebooks, Mastodons, and sites still known as Twitter at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report. It's the end of the world as we know it, and I feel fine.